This episode of the Texas Beer Experience Podcast is brought to you by Galveston Island Brewing. Visit Galveston Island Brewing at their taproom on Galveston Island or online at www.galvestonislandbrewing.com. Hey, Texas Beer Experience listeners, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home? From the official podcast of Texas Beer, you need to call the official Texas Beer Realtor, Hugh Height. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses, and he can help you with all your real estate needs. That's TXBeerRealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Grab yourself a cold beer and get ready to enjoy the official beer podcast of the state of Texas. Welcome to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast, dedicated to all the great things about Texas craft beer. And I am your host, Leo Longoria. Okay, so we're back here, and we're going to cut that and start over. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what the hell to say. Uh, I feel like this is my first time. Welcome back, everybody, to Texas Beer Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Leo Longoria. So this is actually the first time that we actually do a second podcast interview with somebody from a Texas brewery, and that's none other than Tom Painter from No Label Brewing. Welcome back to the show, Tom. Hey, I'm glad yeah. to be here. We're we're currently in the No Label conference room because we're, we're in the guts. We're the, like in the guts of No Label because there's a private party going on outside. Yes. And so last time we were in the tap room, just kind of hanging out there, but now we're in the guts, and I feel like I feel like a VIP kind of. Sure. Yeah. 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 No. The, yeah. This is the. This is definitely the dirty. As you see, uh, we've spared no expense. Um, you know, I was at a. Um, uh, you know, you're over at Galveston Island, and I was over there uh, recently for the guild meeting. Uh, yeah. And um, was in. Uh, saw that you guys had a nice conference room, and the conference like like a like a new freshly built conference room yeah. with slash. I then I heard it was like slash uh, so and so's office. It's gonna be Mark's office. (laughs) But I was just like, you know, when you have a conference room, you've really kind of made it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're sitting in a really nice conference room. He has a TV, like the TV that we use in there. We have to move it, and it's not mounted. We have to set up a table and all that. And cables. It's our conference room slash uh, storage area slash, uh, yeah, you know. But uh, I see that you store trophies in here too. We would like to get a shadow box one day in the tap room, but yeah, we have our. So the last time you were here, this is wild because a year ago we had a U.S. Open medal and then we had two crushies. So everything else that's on this table. Has all happened in the last year. Yeah, it's been an amazing <laughs> year for you guys. Yeah, it's, it's been, been two crushes and a U.S. Open medal, and now I see a World Beer Cup plaque. I see a shit ton more crushes, and then something is. What's the Buffalo head? Is that the U.S. Open? Uh, this is. Uh, we have a lot of employees uh, that came from Buffalo Bayou. Um, and so there was a, there's a, there's a guy, he works for BSG now, uh, Thomas Keel. He, oh, we love Thomas, yeah. Uh, so every time we would hire an ex-Buffalo person, he would send like, like Buffalo dolls and Buffalo, like. Like or? No, Thomas oh, Keel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just, and so, uh, so yeah, you know, like it counts. Uh, Buffalo was part of kind of my history in craft yeah, beer, yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, and Jacob Asbill, who's our sales manager now, he used to work there for a little bit. Did he really? Okay, I didn't know that. I thought he was just he came from Silver Eagle. And he came here. Before Silver Eagle, he was doing uh, delivery deliveries, and then he was their, uh, I believe, their like logistics manager over there. Oh, wow. um, and then he went over to Silver Eagle, and then you know the I think the. One of the biggest challenges of being in a brewery, or for the, from from my perspective, like on the like we would have sales reps and sales managers, but it's like dealing with the distributors. Like it's the hardest. <laughs> like like who speaks distributors speak and and I knew Jacob and I was just like oh you know this guy has the cheat codes. <laughs> And then and then and then I and then he came over and then I and then he was like Tom there are no cheat codes and I was like oh no yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've been sold a bad like a bad bill of goods. It's, it's just it's just being the, 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 the squeaky wheel for, for those guys, man. Just get them to listen to you. That's that's the thing with distributors. It's tough. It's not an easy job. Yeah. To, to work with those guys. I mean, especially with the one we work with, they do a great job for us, but they're massive and they have a whole bunch of brains and sometimes you're not you don't feel like the most important one. <laughs> it's it's a it's a challenge yeah. to be, uh, to be sure. The and yeah, the, like like they are a big company, and so you're always trying to make sure your voice stands out in the crowd. And but it's good to have somebody that has that experience and knows what it takes. You know, because he came from that world, and uh, I mean, I see y'all's product everywhere, not only in stores but on draft everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> Some of that can be also attributed to uh, uh, Boris Remy, who's a great sales rep. For Boris is an amazing sales rep. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but no, but Jacob's good because sometimes I'll be like, why can't Essie do this? And then, then sometimes I'll be like, well, because of this. And like, so, so his kind of experience will also come back as a as an explanation for why certain things happen exactly. like, like the way they do. And how we can better like, interface uh with like with distributors, I mean, craft beer is just. I was over at Texas Leaguer yesterday, and he was talking about the, his distributor, and um, and, and just kind of like it's just it's these challenges, man. It's like we're everyone's trying to do the best job of getting beer from outside the brewery to like to basically to people's homes or into their stomachs, right. and it's like, it's like how do you? Because you're also dealing with like restaurants and, and bars that are like, hey, we want your beer. And it's like, who do we need to talk to? It's like, talk to the distributor. <laughs> it's like, it's like, if you talk to us, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk to the distributor, but we need you to talk to the distributor. Right. <laughs> so you, have to, you have to come at it from all angles. Yeah, right? for sure. But but you bring up an interesting thing about getting beer to people. And so next year, the Brewers Guild their their agenda for for the next. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? The legislative agenda. Yeah, le- legislative session or whatever. The legislative session will be to push for uh, the beer being delivered. Yeah. Or beer, you know, ship, shipping, the ability to ship beer directly to your customer, uh, which is just another avenue for breweries to, to make money. And other, you know, distilleries and wineries can do it, but for whatever reason... <laughs> we're getting there right getting there. slowly um no like parish you know they've been you know they've announced that they're delivering in x amount of states and then you can buy directly and they'll yeah let's so send out the website you know order a six a, a six pack of uh of custom machine or a four pack whatever it comes in yeah they'll send it to you in, in multiple states across the country and then yeah and then it's perfectly legal for someone to basically buy beer from from us set up a place in Louisiana and like, but we can't do it ourselves. Exactly. So it, it's, 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 it's very strange. And also it would be cause you, you know, like would this increase business that much? Probably not, but I get messages like probably like, like every other week of like someone who really wants X thing. And it's like, it's like, Hey, I can ship you a tin tacker. I just can't ship you the beer. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and for us, like, you know, we, we are, you know, you know, we, we have a cruise ships that, that go out of Galveston and people come to Galveston and they hang out and, you know, go visit places that come to the brewery, they drink, they drink some tiki wheat and then they go back home and they're like, man, that beer was really good. And then they email us and say, hey, we were there a few weeks ago on a cruise. We live in, in Portland and we really love this beer. Is there any way we can get it out here? And we're like, nope, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I mean. Yeah. I mean, the opportunity there is is there to make some extra money. I, I always yeah. I always forget about that. Like you guys are, like every brewery is in its own way like a tourist be yeah. right. But like, but you guys are actually in a literal tourist destination. Yeah. <laughs> like of yeah. Galveston, really and are. it's a port. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I think it would serve. Not only us, but I mean, it would serve everybody because, like you said, every brewery is a tourist destination. I know that when we travel, that's our thing. Like, let's go to a brewery. Right. You know, we recently went to Great American Brew Festival in Denver. We stopped in Amarillo and went to a great brewery there called Pondicetta. That's my second time going there. Yeah. Really nice beer. I, I was there yeah. two days before you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, in Denver, I mean, there's so many different breweries, too. Like, 
the we went to the standards like the beer stuff lager house but we went to some other ones that were really fun too so it was uh did you guys pass by going to colorado springs at all to any breweries over there no you know it's funny because like thursday so we stopped in amarillo on thursday and on friday morning we got up to drive to denver and it took us in a different route instead of going through new mexico and then up what is that 25 no. to colorado springs to denver it took us through the Panhandle, through like Oklahoma, and then over into Denver. Oh, okay. So not a very scenic route. No, no, so no. I think it saved us like 30 minutes. And in hindsight, I would, I think I would have just taken the long road <laughs> to see the beautiful sights and maybe even get to stop in Colorado Springs because we didn't get to stop in Colorado Springs. We did drive through on the way back on Monday morning, but it was like, <coughs> it was like 6 o'clock in the morning, so... <laughs> Nothing was open. Yeah, I um, yeah, much like you guys, I did that road. I so the Saturday, the weekend before GABF was the Texas Craft Brewers uh, Festival. Yeah. Um, and and you guys were there, and it was a lot of fun. And then from there, I was like, I got some work I got to do in Dallas. I'll just drive to Dallas. And from Dallas, it was at GABF in a few days. I'll just continue the. It was a hell of an adventure until um. Oh, basically, uh, until you leave Amarillo, and then all of a sudden, there's this huge, there's like craft breweries near me, and like no results. Nothing. It was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and then, uh, but the second you hit that Colorado state line, all of a sudden, <laughs> like it's like say 15 minutes away, 30 minutes away, 45 nice. minutes. It's like it's like, oh my god, this is gonna be a great trip to Denver. <laughs> the Colorado is just beaming with breweries. It is. It's incredible, and. And when we were at the awards festival, man, like every time a Colorado brewery would win, it was like the entire auditorium like got up and gave a standing ovation. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but there were so many Colorado breweries there, and they won a shit ton of medals that day. Seven more than Texas breweries did. So we brought what, 21? 21. 21. Colorado Which... brought 28. I don't know who had the most. I would want to say it's Colorado. So yeah, that that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, the I know we tied our I think we tied our top. I think we've done twenty one before. Yeah. Um, however, I th- like I walked away like like it was a giant kick in the nuts because I think you you know Houston only one brewery. We just, New yeah, Magnolia. <laughs> like, New Magnolia. Hats off to them, but yeah, one. And I, I was like, man, if they hadn't got any, it would be just none. Oof. Ooh, <laughs> Yeah. So like San Antonio got like two or three, because uh, so they had um, who won from San Antonio? I know there was at least three. I forget. Three different medals. Yeah. Freetail, I think, won two. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. There was another brewery that won another one. They had Pecan Street in Johnson City that won two, and then a slew of Austin and Dallas breweries won medals. Yeah, I know. Meanwhile, picked up another one. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Well, their beer is fantastic. Well, that, 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 everything yeah. everything about them is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Allstott won gold for their new Pilsner. Of course. I don't know if you had that yet. No. Oh, shit, it's really good. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I went, three of the medals on this table is from the Fredericksburg Craft Beer Festival, which was at Allstott. Oh, and and, and they, they helped curate. So I, I was walking in there. It's like, so they're just going to win all their own awards. Like, like, so did they win medals at their own festival? They did. They did. Really? They, they, uh, but uh, that place, that, that place is just amazing. It's like Disney. It takes forever to get there. Once you're there, it's like, it's like, oh man, you just don't want to leave, and it's yeah. like it's Disneyland. Yeah, still haven't been. We were supposed to go earlier this year to interview Craig, the head brewer, but he had a baby that week, and we just we're like, let's reschedule, and then we just never got back in touch. I want to make it happen. If not before the end of this year, for sure next year. Yeah, I went there and uh, it was fun. The only person from Houston that was there was Josh Lindsay from Carbach. And then um, and then there's uh, the head of Twisted X was there. And he's just like, he's like, Tom. I was like, hey, man. He's like, what are you doing out here? I was like, um. He's like, oh, you guys entered. Carbach entered beer in there too? I don't, I'm not sure if Carbach. Well, like, well, I guess they would have to. I don't want Josh was doing out there, so like, yeah. it, it, would, it would make sense. Um, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And then Josh and I went and kind of. There's not a lot of bars that are open late in Fredericksburg, but because uh, once there, once that town hits about like nine o'clock, everything seems to kind of shut down. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a kind of a day drinking town. Uh, but but we found the one bar and kind of 
and 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 went pretty late. And then Josh, it's uh, a really amazing man. He 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 congratulated uh, No Label on on. He was like, "Wow, you guys really cleaned up on all the crushies this year," because uh, he was apparently one of the judges. And I was like, "Yeah." Oh, shit. Nice. I was uh, I was like, "I probably yeah, probably not gonna be able to pull that trick off it again." And then, to which he stares at me in the face. He was like, "Yeah, probably not." <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's refreshing. That's yeah, probably not. yeah. <laughs> the uh but you know, I think that's the, the best part of this industry is um is I think I think I think busting chops. I was hanging with Skylar over at um Galveston Bay. Galveston Bay and yeah. and he was just like talking, but he's like, I was telling my team not to uh, just, you know, have low expectations and yada, yada, yada. And yeah. I, was like, I was like, man, you guys got two medals last year. He's like, yeah, no, it was awesome. But It's like, and I was like, you know, if you were to win one more, you would have been brew pub of the year. Of the year. He's like, ah, oh, come on, Tom, don't, don't say that. <laughs> 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 and then, yeah. and that's the amazing thing about GABF, the, the, how quickly like you can go who the, who the hell knows what's going to happen in a war festival or crapshoots so, crap you just never know dude. Like, but all of a sudden you can just you know you walk away like, when we were at the world beer cup uh all the categories you entered they all like one after the other you know nothing 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 and the last one was the, like the two IPA categories, right. which was like so, and they were like bronze, blah blah blah, and was like I was like, oh well, well that's it, boys, time to, <laughs> and all of a sudden silver, no, and then you know everyone, you, you, you have no control, you can only make right. the best beer you can and 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 package it the best way and send it off and and. But it's like when, but when St. Arnold got a mid-sized brew of the year, just like it's just this. All of a sudden, if you start dinging, like wait a second, then you start doing the math, right? It's like wait a second, if one more, you know, and that's a game changer. <laughs> I remember two, that was 2017 when uh, St. Arnold won a mid-sized brew of the year, and uh, man, Brock was so happy because I remember the social media posts. It was like he everywhere he went. Like to the dentist's office or like whatever, he was carrying around a little plaque that said "Miss Brew of the Year." It's it's yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, I think you don't, you don't get the, the chance to do that very often. Well, for a Houston brewery to like like to get it too, I think. Oh, yeah. I think we're all in the. Yeah, we're all. I mean, craft beer is a weird world because I talk to people all the time, right? They're always like, man, do you drink other people's beer? Are you okay that I drink other people's beer? Like, friends I meet. And I was like, no, we're all kind of in this together. Yeah, there's yeah, shelf space and stuff like that. and But that, that, that so much of that is it, like both in and out of our hands. Um, but I was like, ultimately, I want Houston to win, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, I'd rather have, like, you know, when... when I remember running to Patrick from Great Heights out in the uh, the hallway at GAPF, and he was like, "This sucks," <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, there's still time." He's like, "Well, you're very optimistic, Tom." <laughs> <laughs> and there was like, they were in a category like sixty or whatever, and it was just kind of, uh, it was just almost over, yeah. It's, uh, it, but yeah, it, it was brutal, but that that can turn around in a second. Certainly, Texas Craft Brewers Cup's coming up, and. Yeah, February, March, I think, sometime. You guys won a, what, a gold last year? We won a gold for Tiki Wheat last year, yeah. It deserves it. It's a great beer. Thanks, man. Like, Thank you. Like, whenever I see that beer on the, like, on the tap wall, I, I usually hit it. Thanks, man. It's just, like, it's got a nice, it's got a nice, it's, like, as far as Hefeisen's go, it has a nice ABV bite to it. It's a little, yeah. it's, it, it's just slightly aggressive. Slightly. <laughs> slightly, yeah. Slightly, for sure. But it's easy drinking, like, and, yeah. I dig it. Yeah, we, uh, of course, we love that beer. It's Mark's baby, you know, we making it from day one. And it's still our top seller. So okay. I was just about to ask you guys, yeah. Yeah, it's still our top seller by, by far. Um, we actually, dur- during our expansion, we added a 120 barrel fermenter, and that's that's just for Tiki Wheat. Oh, wow. It's just Tiki Wheat. So. That's awesome. Pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 120 barrel fermenter. 120 barrel fermenter. 
It's I feel I feel kind of cool working for a brewery that has one of those. Yeah, because like yeah, obviously you have your big breweries here in town, like St. Arnold. And, yeah. And Carbock, you know, they got the big 120s. They have multiple 120s. Sure. Not larger vessels. I think, I think St. Arnold has like 240s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. But for me to work at a brewery that has that, it's like man, it's kind of cool to see it. It's like it's, it's massive, and they all have. They has a name. I think it's. Shit, all all our fermenters have names. But okay. Yeah, we just got a, a new sixty on the other day, which was, yeah. which was nice. That's that, nice. Hell yeah. Anytime, anytime, anytime you can say it's new tank day or something, it feels like it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like the, I think the the thing that always drives me crazy. It's like if you know you never want to go into a brewery like two weeks in a row and you see those doors open, <laughs> like like what's happening? Yeah. Right. The. Um, so, but yeah, but you know, to, to get a, I can only imagine, like, that thing's got to be like two stories tall or like it's, three or. It's two stories tall. Is it outside? No, no, it's inside that building. Okay. That building that you were in a few weeks ago for the uh, the guild meeting. It's in there. Uh, yeah, we, we wouldn't have been able to fit it inside the old building. <laughs> I mean, that old building could barely keep a 40 barrel in there. Yeah. It's pretty tight. But now all the 40 barrels have been moved out into the new building and it's just the tens. The smaller the smaller vessels that are in the uh, in the in the old building. Hmm. So pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, I want to take a break because I want to grab another beer. Yes. Um, yeah. So let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more Tom Painter. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a bigger home so you can have more room for beer? Are you looking to move closer to your favorite brewery or bottle shop? Whatever the reason, you need to call Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor. Hugh is a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, TXBeerRealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Looking to improve your fitness but don't want to give up your favorite beer? Check out Squats and Hops. Squats and Hops will send you training programs directly to your phone and you will have access to a personal coach for only $25 a month. Train smart, drink crafty. Check out Squats and Hops on Instagram or their website at www.squatsandhops.com. Follow the Texas Beer Experience blog and podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Did you miss an episode? All episodes are available on all the major podcast platforms and even some of the not-so-major ones. And now, back to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast. It's delicious, right? I, dude, I haven't tried it yet. I've been like, oh. I've been like smelling it and taking pictures of it and caressing it, <laughs> and rubbing it up against my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful beer. It smells delicious. And a few years ago, like I wanted to do like this like blog post about like, you know, great beers to pair with tacos, and I wanted to do a rye IPA, and nobody made one. The only one that was relatively close by was one that Real L used to make and they don't make it anymore. At least I don't think they do. But you guys made one. It looks great and I'm gonna taste it. Here we go. Dun 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Oh man. That's delicious. So I love rye. Yeah. Like I don't really like rye bread, but rye whiskey and rye beer um, fantastic, man! This is good, dude. And I think I saw that it was seven percent. It is seven percent. It doesn't drink like a seven percent, man. It has a pretty wide body, and it's delicious. Uh, Chad Pillbeam says hello. He just he just texted me, and he's just kind of like, "What are you doing? We need to talk." And I'm like, "I just sent a picture of you." He's like, "Oh, you're already talking." Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, um, Chad Pilbeam from What's on Tap Radio. Chad Pilbeam. Yeah. I, I think he came up in conversation in the episode with Hugh Hype a few weeks ago. Um, 
we don't really talk to him anymore because he doesn't live here. Yes. We've just sent him, we've just sent him a chat. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he was one of those those faces in the craft beer scene that is uh, that, that, that's kind of missed, right? Uh, oh, for sure. Because uh, I even because he he was definitely he was one of, just one of those active go getters, kind of like talking about beers, talking yeah. like to, it, was, it was great. It, it, it was good vibes. Um, but yeah, we're pretty proud of that. Our, our head brewer is just like, we need to put this in the release schedule next year. It's just kind of like the right IPA. So, delicious. are you guys thinking about draft and package for that? It, yeah, yeah, that's what we're. Yeah, yeah. Draft currently, it's just. I mean, it's just in the tap room, but mm-hmm. but it's one of those. However, it's also one of those things. Anytime you, I feel like a tap room release is dropped. Like it says, it's a new kid on the block, and everyone's always like, "Oh my god, what is this?" Yeah. <laughs> so long, tiki wheat. Hello, tiki guava. <laughs> you know, like you're, or like, or like yeah. you're like, have we discovered the next big thing? And then there's another thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, and crap beer drinkers are so uh, promiscuous. Yeah. They always want the new thing, and they want to love it. Sometimes they don't, but. Most of the time, <laughs> um, yeah, and then every once in a while, you, you get that one beer that it'll be months later, people will be like, Hey, when's that beer coming back? or yeah. like, and like, and it just doesn't go away. And then, or you got people like being like, Hey, this is really good, <laughs> like beer. It's like, Okay, all right, hold on. Yeah, and then for us, that's Pit Pat. Then our, our fall seasonal is the peanut butter chocolate porter. Okay. People year round are always asking me, hey, when is that coming back? When is that coming back? Now it's back. Yeah. Go to the store and buy a few cases. Because <laughs> it's not coming back until next year. That's, yeah, people, it's, it's funny when people ask about the seasonals when it, it's not in season. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, when, when's that When's that pumpkin beer coming like, like coming back? And it's like, it's February, man. Right. And they're like, it's like, it's cold outside. I don't know. Give me the pumpkin. <laughs> the, uh, I was like, eh, you know, every year seems a little bit earlier. Um, like Boris sent me, uh, this was during July. I think he sent me, he's like, oh, boys, it's, uh, it's pumpkin season. And he had a... He was in uh he was in H E B and like and uh someone like had had dropped a pumpkin beer and I was like, Oh no, we haven't any, we haven't hit Oktoberfest yet. He's like, Oktoberfest was May, Tom. I was like, No <laughs> <laughs> It seems like Yeah, every yeah every year seems earlier and earlier, but uh, it, it, it's uh, it's what people want. You know, it's weird being on behind the scenes, right? Because behind the scenes, you are. I mean, especially for you, right? So like, you know, like you're doing sales, but you know the brew schedule. You know what's being like. It, it so you're like, here's the stuff that's coming out now. You know what's is in the tank yeah. <laughs> like you know what they're preparing for so you're kind of like a man out of time some like i always feel like that like oh i always feel like that, sure. <laughs> like yeah. like it's like hey we're brewing oktoberfest in june <laughs> like, like so we can release yeah, it I, so it's gonna be because we need to get it it's gonna be in the tank for x amount of weeks because because silver eagle picks it up like by the end of july and then it's in the stores by like middle of august yeah. and then it's pops you know it's just kind of like <laughs> and it's and it's constantly thinking ahead and then all of a sudden it's like oh is it actually here I don't know like it was at the brewery for a little bit then it left now it's you know it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a strange it's a strange game we play it is it is and then like you have to come up with brands for like next year like we were thinking of, we, we came up with two new brands that are coming out next year like in, in May of this year like that will be available next spring <laughs> oh, that's just the nature of the game, man. Well, there's nothing quite like building a release calendar. Then everyone's like, "This is the release calendar we're doing." And it's like, "All right," and everyone here needs to know that half of this is probably be thrown out the window by February, <laughs> or, or like, I mean, you have your idea. It's like a roadmap, but oh, but sure. but ultimately, something something always happens. 
and, and then it's oh, like yeah, it, yeah, no. there has to be a change or a swap or a thing. And so we we committed ourselves to doing a draft only uh, lineup this year. That and that has seen so many changes because it's like there's no commitments to it, right? There's no like oh we have to make this because we have shelf space at H E B or Kroger or someplace. Like no, these are just optional beers that we're making. Some fun beers that we want to try and see how well they do in the market. And they're small batches, but man, some of them have been like we've had to like move things around. Some of them have not been great. There's still one in the market that's yeah. been out there for a while, and it's a nice beer, but people just didn't take to it. Like, and, and so that's but that's you learn from that. And you're like, okay, we're not gonna do that again. <laughs> well, we were like at the beginning of this year. We we had uh like you know we. You know, the new sets were going strong. Uh, we're like making, we brought back Gillies uh, to the market. And then uh, it was like, oh, we need to ramp up Gillies. We need more Gillies. Everyone, HPs want Gillies. Send out a Gillies. Make the Gillies. And then, uh, then Cowboy won the World Beer Cup. And then, and, and then it was like, Hey, we're sitting on all these gillies. No one wants gillies anymore. No one, Cali boy. Well, what were we doing making gillies? <laughs> like, 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 put, like, put Cali boy in, like, like in the tank. Why don't we have enough of this? <laughs> and then it, it's, just, it's funny how, like, how that stuff goes. And then it's also funny how, um, like, the king is always the king. Like, it sounds like for you guys, it's tiki wheat. For us, it's all half a. It's right. uh, um, two half advisors, right? The, but. But then, like, you see some beers that look kind of like, oh, it's it's rate of sale isn't as strong as another beer's rate of sale, and I'm like, oh, it might just it might it might find itself back in the tap room or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. And those are and those are sad days because they're all kind of winners. <laughs> I mean, you love your babies, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. You love your babies, and sometimes they just they just don't make it. Like we have an IPA that. Is on kind of all the support right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we love it, but outside of the tap room, it just doesn't, doesn't move for whatever reason. But anyway, um, dude, I wanted to talk about the crushies again. Sure. Okay. So you guys had two prior to last year, and then you brought home eight more. Uh, so we have, so uh, the brewery has seven, I have one. Uh, for um, for drink of ages. Oh, that's right. Well, so that's represented here on the table. No, 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 no. Drink of ages is at home. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I keep that at home, so it should be should be nine total here, right? Might or might no, no, it's nine. It's nine. It's, it's nine. nine. Okay. It's nine. So it's two and seven. But the two that we won for originally, so because we're for everything we did during the pandemic, like we 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 were big on. A lot of masks and a lot of uh, social distancing uh, related design work. Um, and then we did giveaways uh, along with that. It was kind of like, buy a case, get a mask, do what I like. And, or like, we're not a mask company, like, we're a beer company. Just just buy anything beer related and we will like give you this, this stuff. And so we had like giveaways and stuff like that. So we got two crushies for that for best. A merchant, most creative merchandise line, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, we got a gold for best pandemic related uh, event. Um, but I remember going to the problem with that is, and then we won a US Open medal uh, for El Carlito, which is great. But then going into the next year's crushes, I think what hit me hard was none of those things we won for were particularly beer related. <laughs> like, you know, like they're great. They are definitely part of craft beer, uh, but uh, and, and 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 there's so much, in, and I think that's why the crushies exist. The crushies they really highlight the stuff that is beyond just the liquid itself. Well, I mean, but but great branding and great marketing, you need that to make beer to to, to push beer. Right, but the first two crushies weren't even that though. It was like, right. and it was weird. Like, oh, this is stuff for the pandemic, which is a once in a hopefully lifetime event. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. The um, but then we went into this uh, this year, and then uh, Cali Boy won best label in the U.S. Then won best label globally, and our Crowder label won and. Unique design work, and we have a we have kind of a rail line label mural wall. Like all our labels are surrounding the brewery, um, and that and then that one, and then our tap room one. Um, but um, so, which is great because all these things are actually related to beer, and they're actually things that are 
last and matter. And it, but and it felt like oh, our work is good. The, the, but as Josh Lindsay was saying from Carbuck, he was like, you know, the thing is getting bigger and bigger every year. More people are finding out about yeah, it. Exactly. Like like Eureka, Eureka has two. They won for Lavender Bunny, cause related uh, uh, beer. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's great because the stuff like. It, it, they have a great winner's gallery. You can go to their website and check out other... I checked it out because after you guys won all those, I was like, I want to see who else has won it and come to find out Galveston has won one yeah. years ago. I don't know if you've seen our old tap handles that we make out of repurposed driftwood and seashells. And so we won a crushy for like best homemade tap handle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's well. There's stuff like sales sheets and beer calendars and and tap handles, and you look at that stuff, yeah. and it's just kind of like, it's really inspiring work to see what other people are like are, oh, are, are, yeah. are like are doing, and like and, and and there's some, so it's all industry. So they have like 600 judges. I think this year it's like a thousand, but it's all industry people, and they all have a point system, and they vote. And um, I, w- I was a judge last year, um, and uh, I had I had bottles. Though I was assigned with uh, basically a bunch of bottles and 16 ounce cans because those were the things I did not enter. <laughs> and so that's what I got. Uh, uh, but it was interesting it was, it was to just look at all, all these other people's stuff and some stuff, it was all very creative, but some stuff was, you, know, you had like these guidelines of does this adhere to the style? Does this, does this promote the actual beer itself? Does this like, is this getting the point across and you, you have points, you assign them and you kind of move on but it's all industry like judged and uh it's just, I don't know, there's so much in craft beer that's not craft beer oh yeah <laughs> like i mean pretty much in the business is like there's the focus the thing that you make but then there's all these periphery things that support that and marketing to me is, is the second most important thing behind the liquid there's there's just so much of it i mean how much is how much rides on the sales team to like and and, and and displays and working beer festivals and stuff like and I, I was surprised this the, the, they added a few categories this year now they have Yakima Chief Hops as a sponsor so they're like oh. <laughs> you're up in the game yeah it's a it's a complete in person ceremony this year they got that that yeah, Yakima money uh, but uh, it'll be at CBC uh, but I, w- I was surprised that they haven't done beer. Um, like uh, beer festival tents and stuff. I feel like that's. I feel like, I feel like by the end it'll be like every aspect of the, which is I just I love looking at winter gallery stuff because it's like it's, it's like challenge accepted, very inspiring. Because I'm looking at my tap handle, I'm just like this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and I'm looking at something that like Founders is doing, I'm just like, oh my god, what are we? What? Oh, it's like we don't even care about this. And like and like in yeah. just the way that it attacks all those little elements, it's it's pretty inspiring stuff. And I mean, and but yeah, I mean, we're, releasing beers, labels, art, brands, names, it's a lot. There's a lot. And CPC next year is in Nashville? It's in Nashville. It'll be a good one. Yeah, this would be fine. Do you usually go to CPC? I've never been. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, the first one I was supposed to go to was 2020 in San Antonio. Oh, right, right, right. And, of course, you know, 2020. So. The, well, you should definitely go to this one. Um, oh, well. Okay. Uh, because the one after is just going to be a complete shit show. It's San Diego, isn't it? It's Vegas. Oh shit, man! <laughs> <laughs> the uh, oh, yeah. it, it's gonna be the most well attended and the most nothing nothing's gonna get done. <laughs> like oh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's Nashville and it's Vegas, and also now that the World Beer Cup is happening every single year at CBC, it's just gonna be even more well attended, and you know, that's good. I'm glad they're doing that. Me too. I just hope they don't add a beer festival component to it. No, don't do that. (laughs) Because because then then it's a different form of work. Like CBC is pretty it's pretty great because um, one there's beer everywhere. It's a trade show, but it's also education, Uh, and it's all stuff you can you can find. You can like, hey, I need to take this class, and like we all. 
we all chose to work in craft beer, which is, uh, it's like, eh, maybe not the most lucrative. <laughs> Whenever people like tell me, it's like, I'm going to go to start my own brewery. It's like, why? It's like, to make money. I was like, you fool. <laughs> like, like, I was like, but if you can make this work for your life, if you can live within your means and make this work, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good life. It's, it's a lot of good people. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the best part is the people, man. Yeah. The people, I mean, this has been my favorite thing in my entire life. I just, most of the time I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, it's just great. Good people, great products. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely work, but it, it's definitely on the enjoyable side of work, yeah. right? <laughs> like, my, like, my girlfriend sometimes is like, oh, you know, you... You're going to like a, a beer dinner thing, so you're having fun. It's beer. It's like, well, I have to be there, so it it's work. <laughs> but it's not like I'm not working in a mine. Exactly. You're not, <laughs> you're not digging the ditch or... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is work because I can't be home. <laughs> I have to be there. But yeah, it's not... Yeah, it's enjoyable. And I get to see... How many times do you see the, the same faces? And... It's nice. I used to I used to freelance and I felt very detached. Like I would I would have like a I used to do video and photo work and I would get a customer. I work with them for a week and I would never see them again. And it was very very lonely. <laughs> and yeah. and even like when I would work on large projects where I had kind of like team members, even then it was just like eh, no one wants to be here. <laughs> <laughs> At least here, people want to like want to be here. Right, people, yeah. people, you know, people excited. People are to work at a brewery. Oh my god! <laughs> when people see me on the, in the market, and they're like, "Man, I wish I had your job." And there's a part of me that's like, "Yeah, I, it is a very cool job." Yeah. Like, but it's not like this every day. So somebody told me that yesterday. I was at Big Outcraft Brew House, and uh, great guys over there. They're making you know they're making some really nice beer. And so I was sampling their their lager. And there's a guy that was like, he's like, you work for Galveston? And he's like, yeah, what do you do? He's like, I'm in sales. He's like, man, I'm going to do what you do. You're over here drinking a beer. I was like, man, this is not, yeah. <laughs> this is like not the way my day goes. Like, I'm here, I'm sampling a beer, and I'm, I'm trying to sell beer here too. Um, but, but yeah, but all that being said, it's fun. It really is fun. It's work, but you get to see great faces and great people every day yeah it's not it's, it's not from everyone it, it takes it takes a bit of discipline to kind of it does and it, it does because I feel like it's a slippery slope it is and I think I've seen some people get in the market get in the you know in this industry and they don't know how to treat it they yeah think you think you get this mentality of like I'm a kid in a candy store but you do have responsibilities too <laughs> it's not just party all the time drink beer and when I first started working at, at Buff, the, one of the deals we made was they had just started, like, this is like year zero, day one, and uh, they needed someone for marketing, but they didn't have a budget for it. And I was like, oh, just give me some office space and all the beer I want, and then we'll, we'll call it a day. And I'm still going to work with St. Arnold and all these other brewers. And, and, and the team over there was like, okay, sounds good. So I did that. So first, like, two weeks, <laughs> Hitting those taps, like this is amazing, <laughs> you know. Like, but but then it came this moment of like, since I was a freelancer, like if I didn't get a job done, I didn't get paid. If I didn't get paid, I don't live anywhere, you know. You like, mean, you yeah, know. and so it, it became very like, okay, this is fun, but I need to get, I need to get shit done. <laughs> like my life has to go on. Um, but I but I definitely seen it's it, it's. I think you need an understanding partner like to be in this uh industry you need someone that understands like hey some nights you know um i'm not gonna be home until yeah really late and yeah so i have a great partner my wife lynn <laughs> she she understands and most of the time you know her our schedules are so off like because she works at starbucks and so and she opens so she's at work at 4 30 in the morning oh wow then, yeah so i'm like i'm coming home and she's already asleep <laughs> And then she leaves and she's not there and it's like, you know, so we don't get to see each other very often, but when we do, it's quality. And we, we both understand what we do. Yeah. And that we're happy doing what we do. Well, it's like, yeah, I, th I think, you yeah, know, people being happy is good. <laughs> it's the best thing, it's the best thing <laughs> to shoot for is being happy. Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Tom, so I wanted to, 
ask you some uh, just a, a few questions because I want you to promote what's going to happen here yes. in a few weeks. Oh yeah, there's a reason why we're doing this, right? <laughs> you came up to me like a year ago and said, hey, we need to do this again. Just kidding. Tis the season. Yeah, so, like, so you came up to me, I don't know, a couple months ago and said, hey, we need to do it again because we're going to do the anniversary again. Let's talk about the anniversary. So... It's the last Saturday in November, November 26th. Uh, it's This is kind of like the prime season for us. We're like coming off Texas Craft Brewers Fest, JBF, Wild West Brew Fest. Wild West Brew Fest coming up November 5th. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and then from there, it's uh, hit right in Thanksgiving. And then that Saturday after Thanksgiving, it's, it's our anniversary. We're hitting year 12, which... Uh, you know, understandably, no one really cares about. Uh, <laughs> You're a preteen brewery. Yeah, no, no one. I was. I'm like, it's it's one, two, three, four, five, ten, uh, fifteen, maybe twenty, twenty one. It's no one, no like like last year for eleven, we all all all, all we did is I I took the year ten logo and I just. People are like, hey, have you designed a year 11 logo yet? And, and I was like, no one cares about year 11. And like, so we just took the year 10 logo and we just spray painted plus one on it. I was like, because it's just at, at this point, we're, you know, the anniversary is for your it's for your diehard fans and it's for your partners and it's for your it's for your staff. Exactly. Um, but that being said. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have like five variations of perpetual piece on uh, uh, Spa Day. Our collab with Valentins is, is is coming back. That's a great beer. Yeah. Uh, we're working on a so uh, it'll be released before, but we have a three way collab with Valentins and with True Anomaly. That's all that, yeah. um, called for all the H, which will be arriving uh, mid November. Um, details on that will come out soon, but it's a but it's a hazy pale, which we haven't said yet. So it's a hazy pale. <laughs> the, yeah, exclusive right here in Texas. <laughs> it's 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 pretty. So there are only three breweries that won World Beer Cups, uh, um, in the last four years, mainly because the pandemic kind of screwed everything up. <laughs> the, the, uh, but we got to ride that wave, uh, and so we all decided to do this kind of three-way collab. We brewed it here, um, and we'll we'll be releasing it like at each other's tap rooms and 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 small little tap takeovers uh, around the city. So it was it, it was a lot of fun, and it should be a good should be a good week for us. It'll be but it's also be the first chance that people will be able to get Valentin's beer outside of their tap room. Yeah, Val does not like to put his beer in the market. So, yeah, that's pretty cool that you guys will have yeah. a live beer with him available outside of Fairland. Well, and all, all the places that we're doing tap takeovers on, Val, Val's actually agreed to put some of his beers on tap. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, damn. So, it's going to be, it, it, it should be pretty special. The uh, But it's, it's funny because every place I go, Val is like, if no one knows i mean val val's place that place is an island <laughs> like like it like the beer never leaves <laughs> just kind of yeah. it's uh, the beer's fantastic val's val's a, a super good dude but he uh he doesn't distro he doesn't he plans to distro he doesn't want to get he's like he's like this is a headache i don't want to do it uh uh him the only owners are him and his wife right like it's like and you mentioned happiness a, a minute ago like they're happy doing what they're doing why yeah. stress to like, If you're happy doing what you're doing, just leave it like that and, yeah. and have fun. Well, because once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you can't once st you start, you can't stop. It's, <laughs> it's like, you better go find yourself a sales manager and a team. <laughs> uh, but but Val, yeah, he's, uh, his beers will be out there in the market. Uh, or they'll be at these at these certain uh, uh, bars. So that'll be pretty exciting. And But that beer will be at the anniversary. And... And we'll have a few uh, special other barrel releases too. We got a barrel aged quad that'll be released, Ooh. and then a few variations on other stuff we're doing. Live music throughout the day, vendors, all all that stuff. Can you reveal any of the perpetual piece variations? So we have one from last year um, that was basically we picked the best barrel last year, uh -huh. and then we locked it away. <laughs> 
so that beer uh, like will be coming out, and then uh, on top of that, we um, we have a few perpetual peace barrels that were in just different style barrels. The right, we having different style barrels, so nice. that'll, that'll be coming out too. So I think altogether it's four four beers that will be on tap, and then I think we. And now one of those, I believe, is a three-year-old perpetual piece. Mm-hmm. So it should be a good time. Um, uh, the bar- the barrel-aged quad, though, I'm pretty happy about that. That beer is delicious. And it's... it's you know, my favorite beer of all time is St. Arnold's Bishop's Philip 13. It's a bourbon barrel-aged quad that they made. Okay. So I can't wait to taste. Bourbon. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It's amazing. The so it's so it's gonna be a good good time, and uh, it's gonna be great to see. I mean, at this point, really, anniversary parties are for diehard fans and just industry, you know, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, it's a party for everyone, and, and it'll be a good money day and all that stuff. But but ultimately, it's it's a great time, especially coming after after Thanksgiving to just kind of like see everyone before because it is the calm before the storm because then all of a sudden you're in december and december it's it's like company parties and and your own stuff and yeah you have all kinds of beer tastings all over town you know with your windfall with your seasonals and it's the busiest time for grocery stores so yeah it's it's uh, yeah the, the roller coaster is right now like like from now to like the end of the year yeah, yeah. so like really like this week it's like the slope. I was at HEB Bunker Hill just a little while before I came over here, and it was like it was like eerily quiet. And I was talking to Jamie, the beer and wine manager there, and she was like, "I'm enjoying today. It's quiet. It's slow because the storm is coming." <laughs> the, yeah. Well, tap rooms are feeling it right now. Like, I know we're about to wrap up because you're gonna you're gonna race over to watch the Astro yeah, yeah, so a- Astro somewhere. Game one, game one of the ALCS today. Yeah. We're going recording this this episode. So, <laughs> yeah, go Astros. We're playing the Yankees again. Hopefully, you know. Who knows? It's, it's World Series bound, baby. Well, I sure hope so, man. I, I'm confident because our pitching staff is set up to, you know. To dominate these guys, I, I I'm all I'm already like uh, have a have a good friend Paul Miller over at Union Kitchen. Oh yeah, I know Paul. Yeah. And like no, I, I I'm I'm ahead of it this year. I'm like, hey Paul, World Series Astros. Hey baby, I know Is you. He a Yankee fan? The um, uh, no, he's an Astros fan. I'm just oh. saying he has all the season tickets. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I'm, trying, I'm trying to get ahead of this one. <laughs> like I'm trying to like. That's right. I'm doing my due, due he jil- does have rocket season tickets too, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. I, and and then he he has offered me tickets, and I and I keep on declining him because I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. <laughs> the uh, I mean, like next week is gonna be the week of wheeling and dealing and favors, and right? <laughs> it's like. You'll be making calls, be like, "Hey, man, maybe eight cases of tiki wheat show up at your doorstep, and maybe I go to the World Series game." What you know? It's gonna be like it's gonna be a lot of that. Beer will be disappearing from this tap room. I, I yeah. everyone's gonna be trying to go to, go to those games. Well, I've never been, and I'm definitely gonna try. <laughs> definitely gonna try. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've been I've been to one playoff game my entire life. Yeah, I was standing room only, um, and it was back. Back when Roger Clemens was still pitching, so it's been what? It was '05. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, a long time. Yeah, that's uh. I went to World Series staying remotely that year. Yeah. yeah uh, we went to the ALCS that year, not the ALCS, NLCS that year in '05 against the Cardinals. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, me and my mom. <laughs> me and my mom, who's a huge Astros fan. Yeah. All right. Last thing, two two last things. Uh oh. So you mentioned movies. Yes. And so you guys have this beer. Murky Myers. It's coming yeah. out or is already out. Or it, it it comes out uh, October twenty uh, first. October twenty first. Uh, so two in two days. In two days, yeah. In two days. Murky Myers. Uh, and the, is this what the can looks like? This is well. The can's right in front of you, but the 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 can's right the can's right in front of you. But uh, he's such a character. So essentially, it's uh, uh, it's a can in Michael Myers' outfit, uh, and yeah. we just 
there's something it's a very high abv um uh uh hazy uh double ipa oh shit it's 8.4 yeah so we had this earlier i didn't even mention it we had this earlier off the bright tank off the bright yeah it was delicious yeah it's it but yeah he's a a killer he just links up on you and so we he was a huge hit last year and then we were we 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 were releasing him. Uh, we had Bedrock City Comic Con this weekend, so we decided to kind of release him. And around Halloween, uh, so we have this yard sign that we made, this giant Murky Myers thing. And and I, my entire staff, like I've given them all Murky Myers can, and they're especially to GABF. People are like roaming around, like I'm roaming around. I'm, I'm in Amarillo. I'm taking pictures. It's like where's Murky? Um, like Andrew over at Senate, he took one. He sent me a video this morning of Murky in his cold box, and then <laughs> a scholar from Galveston Bay, he 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 put one outside his house, uh, and then he forgot he put it out like at a bush facing the door because he was gonna scare his wife, and then he, he's like, I started walking out this morning. And I was like, what the hell is that? And, like, and it's like, it was murky. And I, I forgot. I was trying to scare my wife, but I just scared myself. <laughs> the, 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 uh, uh, but it's cute. It's great. And they're like fun yard signs. And why not make a um, yard sign out of a beer? Sometime you're gracious enough to give me one of these signs. So I'll definitely be posting some social media posts with Murky Myers. Especially with Halloween coming up next week. It's a, it's a great Halloween yard decoration. Oh, 100%. This is going to go right next to our our, our Jack figure from... Uh, oh, Nightmare, Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Murky and Jack. Yeah, there you and go. Some nice made in heaven. But yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of movies and 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 Halloween's a good one and and yeah, the label is just kind of clips from the movie and uh, but Katie Katieified, I guess. KDified, yeah. yeah. You got the grain silos here in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just roaming around, Katie. But uh, it's uh, it's fun. I mean, I'm a big fan of just movies and label art in general. So a lot of our stuff kind of homages to all that. Have you seen the new Halloween movie? I did. What'd you think about it? I liked it. I did too. It, it was it was it was completely not what I was expecting. Me neither. And, but I, but I think that's why I liked it. Yeah. And there was something about I was just listening right before I came here. I was listening to a, a podcast. They were talking about it, and then just kind of the whole like this is weird vibe of the I give it away, but like just it just takes this weird turn that you don't see coming. It's the most almost the most un Halloween of the Halloween movies. In a way. Yeah, because it does. It's it's not just focused on Michael Myers. And, yeah, and there's Jamie Lee Curtis's character. No, they're like so a side it, thing. It is, it is almost like a side uh, thing. And but yeah. there's this also weird romance, Romeo Juliet, like like you need to burn this place down. I like the match. And like yeah, yeah, weird right. ne- neon eighties <laughs> vibes. Like it was. Yeah, I, like I dug it. And like at first, just, you know, because you go in there, I was expecting I guess more of the same. Right. And then when I didn't get that, I was like, do I like this? Do I not like this? And I was like, I like this. I did. I <laughs> like, after I watched it, I was like, that was not what I expected, but I think I liked it. And I'm probably going to watch it again because I like that that second story. Yeah. You know, the Romeo and Juliet kind of story. There was, like the, the kid that plays the, the, the male character in that yeah. part of it. I really liked him. Like, I thought he was pretty good. No, yeah, I dug yeah. it. I like... Yeah. But yeah, the same thing. I was like, "Do I like this? Do I not like this?" I was like, "I think I like it." <laughs> like, and and because I've thought about it the last kind of few days, and I was just, was just, yeah, you know, it's nice when a movie does something that's unexpected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because because most of the Halloween movies is just it's, it's the same. It's Michael Myers going around stabbing people to death <laughs> or whatever, right? I just yeah, and it's yeah. But this one, they threw in a little, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just something, a little, a little spin. Yeah, I liked You're it. Like, oh, man, okay. Yeah. I expected. So, yeah, loved it. Love Murky Myers. Um, I got a can and my yard sign. We'll definitely be seeing this on social media. Um, Perfect. Dude, thanks for being on the show again, man. Thanks for having me, my man. Second, my, my, you're my first repeat customer. I yeah. appreciate it. I appreciate it. And maybe we'll do this again next year. Ideally, yes. Yeah? Yeah. For year 13. Absolutely. Year 13, lucky number 13. Well. Definitely. <laughs> Dude, you got to do another Halloween, Halloween beer for next year for, Absolutely. for year 13. Absolutely. And Leo, you need to keep on 
Keep on keeping on with these. Like, Thanks, my, my, yeah, I love when it dings up that, that there is one, and then I just like click it. It's just they're 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 they're, they're easy listens. I, f- I find the stuff really informative. Thanks, man. Um, like, I was listening to Val's a few months back, and like, and he had just had the 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 this, ca- this cancer on his lip taken out. It was like I had the ho- the hole in the face. The the and it was just, but like they're all just like. Good and but there's not enough of them, so I think you just need to do more. Okay, Tom. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I, I enjoy making them. I just sometimes life catches up with you and I get it. Can't do it, but we're gonna we're gonna keep working at it. We're gonna keep making making content for you guys, and I like knowing that you that it dings for you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm subscribed, so just like it, like it dings, and it's like it's like oh, like an episode's popped up. I was like, oh, great, and it's uh, it's just a great listen on the way, like on, to, wherever. To, to wherever, yeah, yeah, yeah. because awesome. I spend most of my time in my car, so. Same here. <laughs> Same here, dude. Thanks again for having me out, man. Uh, next month, November 26th, come see her, come see my friend Tom and all the great people here. No label, come bring some of this great beer. I know I'm going to be here because I want to try those perpetual peace. Absolutely. And that, bur- that bourbon barrel-aged Belgian quad. Yes. Oh, man. Can't wait for that one. <laughs> Tom, thanks again, brother. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Until next time, have a great weekend.